This is the Ayur What Now podcast, in which Mary Thompson and Jerry Thompson explore Ayurvedic principles and make them easy to understand so that you can benefit from this amazing health science. We're glad you're here. In this episode, we'll continue to talk about the basic elements focusing on fire and water. Enjoy it. Hey, hello, this is Mary Thompson, and this is Ayur What Now? I'm here with my brother, Jerry Thompson, and we're talking Hi. all things Ayurveda and figuring out what's, what is this thing and how we can make it um, applicable to modern life. So, Jerry, how are you doing? Did you have some comments you wanted to make? Well, I, I, just as sort of a, a brief overview, I, I remember we first were talking about Ayurveda, and um, one concept you were started with was the dosha, and that would be if you're keeping in balance, that uh, uh, your dosha would be uh, issues. And um, when we talked about some of the elements of maintaining health and it w- with uh, sleep, uh, food, and energy, uh, which is kind of basic things, and we're trying to keep a balance in, um, was the uh, idea. And then we talked about when disease means that you're, it will happen when you get out of balance. And that, uh, again, uh, it seems kind of self-evident that it's important to uh, understand. This is kind of the uh, basics. And then uh, we got into uh, some of the ideas of balance with um, talking about stable and unstable, hot and cold, and, uh, um, uh, boy, I can't remember, uh, hungry and not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> heavy and uh, light. And I think we heavy, heavy and light, and, light heavy and, light. and moist and dry. And- moist and dry. Yeah, and, and I think you were saying that there was like ten of these, and we talked about four: uh, the moist and dry, the heavy and light, the hot and cold, and the uh, stable or mobile. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, last, in the last episode, uh, we talked about the uh, elements, which would be things outside you. And we got into talking basically about Earth. And it was clear that Earth was not just the planet or dirt, but it's things that are solid, things that, mm-hmm. uh, so most things uh, are Earth as long as it stays in one shape. So water, mm-hmm. it doesn't stay in one shape or ice cream, that wouldn't be uh, Earth. But but things that stay in one shape and they don't produce heat and uh, um you can get them hot, but by themselves, they don't produce heat. So that, that would be the idea. But so using the word earth is talking about things that are solid and stable, and they can affect you in different ways. Even food can be uh, uh, in this category, uh, things that are rather dense and in, in uh, one shape, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of where we're at. Mm-hmm. I think that's right where we're at. There's okay, only great. one thing I want to modify, and that okay, was because the elements make us up, like we're made up of the same elements. It's the things that are outside of us, but it's also what we are. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and all the elements are there. An example of elements that are earth would be the things that are solid, your bones, mm-hmm. your nails, your uh, teeth, uh, uh, things of that mm-hmm. nature, and, and even your hair, uh, uh, whereas uh, your uh, soft tissue is, was, is we're we going to talk about that in the future because that's not true. Right? <laughs> you know, soft tissue is a tricky one because it's got some of the stability and some mm-hmm. of the fluidity. And so it's yeah, kind yeah. of a, a blend there. But I okay. love it. That was a great summary. 
And Thank you. With, mm -hmm. with Ayurveda, then our whole purpose here is longevity, helping this body stay healthy for a long time. So with the elements, the idea is if we keep these elements in balance, what's right for us, then we're going to live longer. We're going to live, feel healthier. Mm -hmm. If I had too much earth, for example, if I overgrew those things that are solid, then they could create stagnation in my body or maybe make it difficult for the fluids to move through my body because they're trying to move through something solid. And so uh, that could I be have a hard time with that. How, okay. how would I um, think of um, like, think of like a muscle tumor. So it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of stability to it. It's got a lot of solidity to it. It's not a fluid filled mm -hmm. tumor. It's a tissue tumor. And yeah. that could cause a blockage and flow through the, through the body. It could. Oh, okay. Kind of thing that you purposely can do, but it's, it, it, it's a, a health concern that yeah. if you have a tumor, well, cancer for, for one. Would be right. That it could create an earth problem where you have something stable that should be less stable. Okay. It should be a little bit movable. Mm -hmm. So when we look at these elements, well, actually let me back up and say, when we look at, our bodies or our symptoms or the world around us, any part of that that's solid and stable is earth. Mm -hmm. If it's solid and stable and it's not supposed to be, then I'm going to mm -hmm. go out of balance. I'm going to have some kind of disease. And I guess on the other end of it, if it's supposed to be solid and stable and it's not, you know, something, if my nope. bones are supposed to be solid and stable and I, mm -hmm. for whatever reason, they're not staying real stable, then that's a problem. Sure. Yeah, so we want to have that right, like that. the right amount of earth going on there. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if we go to the next one, I started with earth because I think earth is one of the easier ones to identify because we can look and say, mm -hmm. oh, I've got these good solid parts of my body. I can relate to yeah. that. Mm -hmm. um, the next element in line along those in that line is going to be water. Mm -hmm. And water is, of course, water is water. The water we drink is water mm -hmm. element. But anything that's fluid, anything that flows or has those qualities of liquidity mm -hmm. is going to be considered water. So uh, uh, olive oil. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> it's yeah. Say maple syrup. So it's, yeah. we're okay. definitely in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but also then uh, uh, motor oil, that would be. Uh, motor oil would, would be water as well. And I like something you said in the uh, opening where you said somebody didn't hold its shape. Like, yes. If I've got the motor oil and I pour it, it's just going to go everywhere. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It doesn't have, it's not solid on its own. Right. And then ice cream, although it's frozen, it's solid it, it, at room temperature, it's going to go everywhere. That, would that mm -hmm. still be, it would follow that room temperature uh, rule. Mm -hmm. okay. Right. What's, what I think is really interesting is the concept that you think of something like water and mm -hmm. we could have water that is earthy would be like an ice cube. It's got a solid structure, but it can't oh. maintain that. Okay. And then there's water that's watery when it's at room temperature. Mm -hmm. And then there's a water that goes into like being steam or vapor oh, or evaporates. Vapor. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's so, going to get all the different aspects of the elements can show yeah, up in uh, it. So when it is ice and, and, and you're in an area where it's uh, uh, sub-freezing, then it's earth. It's, it's right. no longer water. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's the shape that uh, defines it, not it's... Uh, um, molecular uh, makeup. Right. So it's okay. not like, oh, if it's H2O, it's water all the time. It's got to be in a form that is flowing to be considered the element water from Ayurveda. Okay. Okay. So I've so got in earth our, and I've got water. Right. Okay. And so in our body, we've got water in blood. Sure. 
you know, my fluids now, saliva, yeah, urine, mucus, yeah, okay, mucus, mm-hmm. yeah, all these would be considered water. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. And so, if I was a real watery person, I might have more moist eyes, more moist skin. Mm-hmm. I might have more swelling that shows up because I have more water in my makeup. Yeah. And so we look at this element of water, the idea, we had the idea behind earth, of course, was stability. And the Mm -hmm. idea behind water is going to be the flow, the kind Mm -hmm. of fluidity that's going to come up with it. So if I'm, this is again, going to those pairs of opposites, Okay. water is wet, right? but it's the only one of the elements that's wet all by itself. Okay. So if I have something that has moisture to it, so let's mm-hmm. see if I can think of something like this. If I had a sponge, like I have a dry yeah. sponge, the okay, sponge itself, yeah. yeah, the sponge is earth, but it could be saturated with water, you know, and mm-hmm. then I would have a wet sponge would be earth and water in okay. there. Mm-hmm. Or I think of clay or mud has mm-hmm. got the earth and the water combination. And now it's not quite so stable. Like if mm-hmm. I add, if I have clay, I could mold it a little bit, but then if I just let it sit and the water evaporates out, then it becomes mm-hmm. earth again. Yeah. So in those pairs of opposite, we know water is wet. Um, water is pretty heavy. It's heavier mm-hmm. than, than light. Um, my four that we talked about were cold and hot. And so water can't, doesn't have its own energy source. So it doesn't produce its own heat. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is it's pretty stable. It's not as stable. If I go between stable and mobile, it's not as stable as mm-hmm. earth, but it's, mm-hmm. it's more stable than the other elements. It's got form. Hmm. Yes, we got it like yeah. that. It, it, so, so, okay. As opposed to a gas, I guess, as opposed yes. to, uh, yeah, yeah. Water vapor or something. Mm-hmm. That out sounds like power tool outside. I don't know if it was picking that up or not. I, I didn't hear that. Oh, good. He's on his table saw or something. Mm-hmm. So when we look at these elements as foundational, we'd say that some people have a tendency more towards dryness. Mm-hmm. And so they need to take in more water. They need to hold more water. Right. And they might get that from their foods. So there are watery foods that have a sure. lot of water in them. And mm-hmm. then there are dry foods. And a person who ended up being on the wet end of the spectrum, they might need less water and more dryness mm-hmm. to keep to maintain balance. Yeah. And I could look at something and say, you know, if it's the middle of summertime and I want a lot of water, I want watermelon. I want melons. I want things that yeah. are going to have yeah. a lot of water components to them. Okay. Okay. So we use these elements in Ayurveda to understand the makeup of the individual but also to understand the nature of the symptom, the nature of the person, the nature of the treatment, because it always is going to come back to this concept of Ayurveda that like increases like and mm-hmm. opposites reduce each other. Okay. So, so now I, can I ask this on a, maybe a much more broader sense? Mm-hmm. When somebody that is an Ayurvedic practitioner, they really work closely with what the person tells them, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to really say, oh, I've got these aches. And then, and then you're going to ask, well, what, what's your diet? How do you sleep? What do you do for energy? And you're getting a lot of information from them just before you can decide 
how to uh, help them. So you, you're really more partnering with them uh, on, on their own uh, lifestyle and, and things to see if how to, they could get back in balance to yes. uh, solve their uh, dosha. Or, mm-hmm. Did you solve a dosha or is that? Well, uh, you would balance a dosha. Balance a dosha. Bring it okay. back into balance. But yeah, um, yeah. you could kind of solve it. You kind of correct it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But balance is the right word. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay so that's, think, uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's exactly it. That if if I compare it like to Western medicine, that you're going to go into Western medicine, you're going to say, I have this ache. And the doctor's going to say, oh, I've got this pain reliever, or let's see how you move it so we can assess and we can yeah. get you to stop doing that thing yeah. that's creating you, harm. Yeah. Yeah, and in Western medicine too, they'll have X-rays, MRIs, and uh, uh, the blood work done, and and things to try to determine. Even vital signs and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Ayurvedic is more the person self-reports rather than doing a lot of um, outside assessments uh, and tools. Right. Would that be fair to say? Yeah. I think that is really fair to say because Ayurveda is not a licensed health profession. And so right. we don't have access to a lot of the diagnostic tools that a person would have mm-hmm. in the medical profession. And yeah. so the diagnosis that we use is kind of, it's, there's some visual, there's some observational things that we might look and see. Is mm-hmm. there color to a, say someone's coming in, they got a skin rash. You look at the skin rash, if there's color to it, you would infer that it has some degree of heat. Okay. Or you might ask the person, this is a nice thing about those pairs of opposites. You might ask a person, does it feel warm? Mm-hmm. And if they say yes, then you know it's got heat involved with it and the element of mm-hmm. fire that's coming up next. Okay. Or you could ask them, does it feel better when you put heat on it? Or does it feel better if you put cold on it? So if I have something that's hot and I put something hot on it, it's not going to feel better. But if I have something like if I have an inflammation and I put ice on it, it feels better. You know, and that lets me know that the, the injury is a hot injury. Yeah. Okay. So, so we so would it, do okay. assessments mm-hmm. and tests. Yeah. And you do. And, and it seems like you're a lot more engaged with the person telling you what's happening rather yes. than saying, oh, I could see that your, um, you know, your blood work tells me this or your uh, mm-hmm. glucose level tells me that. You're, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's actually kind of a, it's a tricky line that a lot of people walk in the Western world who practice Ayurveda, which is trying not to rely on Western medical diagnostics because we can fall into that trap of treating symptoms. Yeah. And Ayurveda is about the symptom was an alarm to let us know there was a problem. And so if I simply say, oh, you have this particular problem, say it's a headache, you have a headache and I'm going to treat all headaches in the same way, then mm-hmm. that would be practicing more Western approach of let's take the symptom and make the symptom the point. But if you have a headache and then I ask you questions about, you know, is it better in the summer or in the winter? Is it, um, mm-hmm. you know, how intense is it? Where do you feel it? What things we can look for that are going to help us identify the dosha that's driving the problem. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to the dosha, we're going to talk about those pairs of opposites again. And if we find out that your symptom of this headache is cold and dry and light and mobile in kind of your description of it and my interpretation of that description, then I'm going to treat the cold, dry, light, mobile qualities. Mm-hmm. But if your description is it's hot and it's sharp and it's penetrating, then it's like, oh, I've got a different uh, plan of attack. Whereas both those people said they had a headache. You know? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so I like that question because it does get to what's the difference here? How does Ayurveda approach this? 
So I want to talk about one more element today, and that's fire. So we have right. five elements total, and we've talked about earth, which was stability, yeah. mm -hmm. and Good water on. that was more the fluidity and the, the flow. Would that be mobile? And, and it's no? it, it has, well, it's interesting. It's mobile with gravity. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's, yeah. it's actually considered pretty stable because it's not going to move unless I tip the glass over. Okay. Kind of thing. So it's considered stable on its own, but it, it can be moved, which is different. Like earth is, you need a lot of force to move it. Mm -hmm. With um, water, you just need to have a shift in gravitational flow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Then fire is anything that can create or generate its own heat mm -hmm. is said to have a lot of fire element to it. Okay. So humans so, have fire because we generate our own heat. We keep our body temperature at 98. Uh, so we're, and that's, so it doesn't have to be a flame, but it's just anything that does that, uh, animals do is uh, in nature. I, I don't know if plants do. I don't think they do. Maybe they do. do you trees? Know, that's interesting. They must to an extent, yeah. but I don't, I, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't thought about plants. Okay. So that's <laughs> not part of our <laughs> it's not concept. But yeah, it's we don't care about the plants. No, yeah, we yeah, care living, a lot about the plants, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's, so, uh, uh, but I think of things like uh -huh. photosynthesis, it has a degree of um, metabolism that's going to go on. Because I think we could mm -hmm. do anything that generates its own heat, mm -hmm. but we could even say anything that digests or metabolizes yeah. has an element of fire because that's going to happen with a conversion that yeah. happens. I guess but I don't think of plants being really fiery. You know, if yeah. I go touch yeah. the plant, it's not going to not feel hot, yeah. mm -hmm. but it might feel warmer than the rock next to it. You know, okay. so maybe there is some degree of heat, but I think there is um, the fire of metabolism or digestion is probably what okay. I put. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm okay with uh, then talking, we're talking about animals and, and, okay. that, uh, and uh, especially warm blooded animals that create heat. Mm -hmm. Okay. But even beyond that, we could go in there are some chemical substances that are, that are, um, oh, what are they mm -hmm. Yeah, they'll react and, and have some kind of heat involved in them. But I think for the most part, as we look out at the world, we might be looking more at plants, not plants, I'd say yeah. humans, animals, and things that generate heat. Uh-huh. Okay. And, then, and of course, your and your body generates more heat when it's fighting off an infection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so, and some people run hotter than others. Uh, yep. I always joke, you know, I've got blankets in the car. I think we talked about this before. I won't go to a movie in the summertime in shorts. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm just yeah, too cold. Right. Yeah, in, in as, yeah, yeah, yeah. That they're you know, but then you'll have some people that they're just hot all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think they all work for I, UPS. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, they wear short pants all the time. Huh? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, so, uh, my wife's like that. She's mm -hmm. um, you know, ants, and uh, it's often warm when I'm barely comfortable. And a lot of times, if we're going to go some on a long trip, I'll always bring a sweatshirt because she wants to get the air in the car cooler than I'm comfortable with. Yeah. yeah. I think especially when we're trapped someplace trapped, when we are in a situation where we're not going to move, because, mm -hmm. you know, as soon as you start moving, you'll start raising your metabolic rate and that's going to warm you up a little bit, but you're in the car, you're driving and you're, you're in that still position. It's, I find mm -hmm. it harder when it's the air conditioners on or the windows are open, right. things get colder faster. Now we're, so then there's the fire. So there's three <laughs> elements now there's earth, water and fire 
Mm-hmm. So I'll talk a little bit about fire, a little bit more okay. about it. So we look at places in the body where we have fire. And you mentioned like digestion. I think you mentioned mm-hmm. digestion and our ability to maintain homeostasis, our metabolism yeah. mm-hmm. is going to be there. So that's what you mentioned was metabolism. Yeah. Um, we also look at the ability to see, you know, that we have all this chemical reactions that are going on. Fire, the idea behind fire is transformation. So the food transforms at the fire, okay. the energy transforms. We turn glucose into energy. Um, okay. Light. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's the, the metabolism involves, it, it creates your heat or has maybe needs heat. I, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure which, but, but uh, um, certainly that kind of energy would mm-hmm. be the idea. Although they're using the word fire, it sounds like it's, maybe easier for me to understand when I'm just talking about energy is used to uh, um, maintain life and Mm -hmm. to uh, keep things going. And uh, um, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going back to those fiery people. Sometimes we have people who have more heat in their bodies. They feel hotter Mm -hmm. and sometimes people have more heat in their mind. And so they might go towards more fiery emotions. They, they tend to be problem solvers, but Those, those same problem solvers see problems some places where other people may not see problems. They may be a little mm-hmm. more critical or judgmental. Mm. So that fire might show its, its uh, the fire might show its presence in their attitudes and their actions, as well as mm-hmm. in how they're physically doing. So someone who is um, not uh, having fire in their mind are more accepting and just relaxed? Oh, this is a good point. If they're more accepting, kind of relaxed, they could be more watery. I think yeah, I always okay. joke, like if you have three friends, if you go to your mm-hmm. your airy friend with a problem, mm-hmm. they're likely to just kind of reflect back on you at a time when they had a similar problem. You know, they don't mm-hmm. offer anything. The fiery people are the ones that have opinions. Yeah. You know, you go to yeah. them and with a problem, they say, you know what you need to do? And they're going to mm-hmm. point a finger at you and tell you to go fix it. And they want you to report back and yeah. you give me yeah. an action plan by morning. Cause I want to see you okay. fix that. Okay. And um, I think I know somebody who's always, you know, as soon as you say the least thing, you know, I'm thinking of going to the coast. Well, I've called three places to, to check out for yeah. you. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. and then the, the more accepting people are going to be more the watery ones. And you go to the watery person with a problem and they're more like, how can I help you? You know, what's, what do you need? So they're much more fluid and they kind of mm-hmm. adapt to the environment. The fiery person is going to um, tell you what to do. Right. And, and they, yeah. ask me. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. uh, and now is there an earth person then? The earthy person is the one who usually just mulls things over. It's, it's, they're the one you're going to go to that you might talk to them and they're going to nod just kind of take everything in and you may feel like, Oh, I'm I'm feeling really grounded in their presence, but they won't necessarily offer anything. It's kind of like sitting at the base of a tree. You know, you might feel some of that strength and support from the tree, but they're not usually going to want to tell you what to do because they're really going to say, you know, you know, everything you need to know. Okay. So how, what's the difference then between the water and the, um, earth they both sound like they're pretty accepting and Mm -hmm. uh and adapt to um what you need or what you're uh Mm -hmm. what 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 am i missing there how how would would you differentiate how would you differentiate now usually water and earth we see a lot in the same people so i think that's one of the reasons why what i see is the difference between somebody who has more earth than water 
would be they're less likely to reflect back to you. They're less likely to offer support apart from them just being there. Okay. So again, like a redwood tree that's going to be there. You're going to lean against it and you can draw strength from it, but they're not really going to inform or help you beyond the point of them being there. Okay. Now a watery person, they're probably going to engulf you a little bit and try to nourish you and nurture you and say, what do you need? They're not going to try and force you to go in any one direction. Mm -hmm. But if you say, I think I'm going to make that phone call. Okay. Do you need me to help you in any way? You know, they're going to be more of that. I don't know, I think of the ocean a little bit, holding you up. But it's just yeah. like a mountain's just going to be there, but you yeah. can draw strength from it, but it doesn't, it's not going to inform you in any way that on its own. It's just you drawing the strength from it, whereas the water is more likely going to come up to meet you. The one that I, I have a hard time with was a rolling stone gathers no moth, okay? Mm -hmm. Is moss a good thing or a bad thing? Do you want to have moss or is it good to get that get moss? So, and now Ayurveda would say, Ayurveda yeah. would say, it, it, you know, it depends. Does the moss, yeah, does yeah, the stone yeah. need the moss? Does it need the insulation? Uh, it needs the protection. Uh, then yeah. it needs to be still. And if the it has too much moss growing on it, it needs to roll. So it's it's always comes back down to for whom, when, what does this person need? Yeah, yeah, okay. And so with the fire, if I was too fiery, I'm feeling too hot. Yeah. then I want to eat cooling foods and drink cooling beverages and engage in cooling activities. Did we talk about cooling? cooling? Well, that was one of our hot or cold. Oh, hot or cold, hot or cold. Okay, right. okay. So, so if so, I'm yeah, hot, yeah. then I'm yeah, going to It's not an element. It, it, cooling isn't an element. It, cooling, no, it's the... Right, is, is it's water, quality. Is, is water generally a, uh, a cooling element? Mm-hmm. Yes. But if it's, if it's uh, uh, um, tequila, then it's not necessarily a cooling <laughs> There you go. Now you put <laughs> fire like, in water. And what do they call water. it? Fire water. Fire water. You know, it's like, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. One of the things I think about when uh, sometimes in, in thinking about things that have fire with water, I ask, could you light it? Oh. You know, yeah, so if yeah, I take yeah. tequila and I put a match to it, yeah, I'm going to get yeah. a little flame at the top. So that means the fire was in there. It's got the capability for the fire. Mm -hmm. So it's got fire with the water. Oil's yeah. the same kind of way. A lot, yeah. most oils I could I could burn as well. So sure. they've got a degree sure. of fire in them. Mm -hmm. Interesting. But they're not really fiery necessarily. But if I wanted to take a, like a hot water, mm -hmm. if I put ginger in it, now it becomes it becomes even more fiery. It has more heat to it. So okay. everything that brings heat to the body is said to have fire quality to mm -hmm. it. Okay. And if I was being too cold, then I'd want to cultivate more heating foods, heating beverages, mm -hmm. heating activities. They would offset that cold. So I, I, I hear this now and I can see this is what I'll really need to reinforce uh, from uh, episode to episode because we're getting into some real uh, um, basic fundamentals um, of our Vedic mm -hmm. medicine that, that we'll have to rely back on is going forward. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is the thing I tell students is always, always come back to the elements because it's okay. how you understand the nature of the person, the nature of the imbalance and the nature of the treatment. Okay. So it seems it goes back to what we talked about really early on is how simple Ayurveda can be when you say, oh, if you're feeling cold, you should do something to warm yourself up. Mm -hmm. And yeah. people go, well, I didn't want to pay you money for that one. <laughs> <laughs> bit of advice, but it's, but at the yeah. end of the day, I want to make myself obsolete. I want to make it so people yeah. are looking at their right. lives through this lens mm -hmm. and they say, 
oh, you know what? It's a hot day outside. I should dress more coolly. I should drink enough water. Maybe I could drink something that's cooling. I could put something cooling into the water. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have the sharp and spicy food. So I begin to make my decisions based on the elements and what qualities I'm experiencing. If I'm feeling too hot, I'm going to do things to cool myself off. I I think the thing that uh, um, I would be most aware of at this point is the uh, idea of the heat in the mind that I get too uh, anxious about getting things ready for Halloween or whatever and and moving forward on trying to do activities that I I sometimes uh, end up because I've got so much thinking, I end up not paying enough attention or not being um, mindful enough. And I start laying things down and then I have to spend the next 15 minutes to find the, the, the tape or the hammer or yeah. the, uh, the tools that I need. And, and I end up getting more frustrated and that seems to add fuel to the fire. That, that Exactly, is, yeah. 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 And so, and a part yeah. of it's being driven by your desire for the, the goal, the goal being, yeah. so nobody knows yeah. this, but you've got this amazing Halloween decoration and we're right, yeah, right before planning. the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so you've got the plan and you've got the goal yeah. and the goal becomes the thing. Anything that gets in the way is a frustration. And mm-hmm. maybe it's even your own distraction that becomes a frustration. Where did I put that thing down? Yeah. And yeah. So and then that's, that's like adding fuel to the fire. And, and mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm getting anxious and frustrated and I end up uh, uh, just uh, not being nearly as productive mm-hmm. if I was more at peace and being yeah. focused on what I'm doing mm-hmm. each moment. Uh, right. Yeah. And so what we would do then is say, okay, how could we, you know, what are you eating, drinking, surrounding yourself with that's yeah. raising heat yeah. And then you bring in those opposite qualities that it helps to contain it better. Yeah. Right. I often find with the people who have a lot of fire, when they keep themselves well fed with cooling foods, mm-hmm. their mind doesn't go so, it doesn't race into the next thing. They tend to stay and be more productive. Okay. So you get to have something cooling, have that bowl of ice cream we talked about. Oh. <laughs> I'll do that next time. <laughs> see how it does. Every time you feel frustrated, of course, I'll, I'll see you yeah. say, oh, no, I got this real ice cream thing going on. And then we got yeah. too much water and earth and yeah. we got to yeah. figure that out. So, yeah. but yeah. that's, that's it for today. I think with the, with yeah. the elements, we talked about water and, and fire. Okay. Great. Okay. So um, it sounds like, yeah, we talked about water and fire. We also got, um, I got a little bit more of uh, understanding of earth too, which I thought was helpful. And, and, mm-hmm. um, I think we're, and so we've got a good handle on the three uh, initial elements. And you were saying there's going to be five. There's going to be five total. So on our next episode, we'll talk about air and ether and then kind Mm -hmm. of a wrap up of everybody. Great. Okay. Okay, Looking forward to it. Thank you, Jerry. This has been a lot of fun. I I look forward to talking to you again next time. Okay. So this is Mary Thompson and I are what now? (laughs) That's great. Bye-bye. Bye now. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash iyourwhatnow. You can always find us for free wherever you find your podcasts. And remember to subscribe so you'll have access to the latest episodes. We're glad you're here.